Uh, welcome to the American Landscape Podcast, the podcast about the vidcast or whatever it's called these days the on YouTube. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do something a little different tonight instead of talking behind the scenes. Well, we'll be a little bit of behind the scenes, but not a specific episode. We're going to talk about traveling during Christmas and some places we've experienced while Christmas was going on. Not necessarily traveling there for Christmas, but if we have some of those anecdotes, we will mention those also. Uh, so with me is Richard, who is primarily the cameraman on the show, and Mike, who is the occasional visitor, gaffer, occasional, rip, yes. sound guy, um, always a commentator and critic of the show whatever. or editing, you know, whatever. Uh, so should we talk about how we actually accidentally rolled into Christmas in a couple of places on our very first show? I mean, yeah, I think that's the best one because uh, it, I uh, – Kind of relive that the last couple of days because I had a friend that was asking uh, what was there to do and see because they were going to go to Williams, Arizona, where the Polar Express, the uh, Grand Canyon uh, Railway, has the Polar Express train. Yeah, well, you know that and, that that train ride is not for everybody. It's four hundred and forty dollars. Yikes! <laughs> so and, you know, uh, it's not something I, you say. Hey, next time you stop in Williams, grab the Polar Express. I mean, it's it's expensive. Yeah. But in any case, I uh, passed over the uh, copy of our first episode, which we were there during that time during Christmas because it was just a very nice area, I thought. Well, it's true. We did pull off the road. I forgot why we pulled off the road, but we we cruised through Williams and all the decorations were up. And, you know, it's an old Route 66 stop, so it could have been partially why we pulled off. You know, the, the town was decorated. It was very cool. It's a nice, you know, historic old town. And when we were kind of doing our circles around recording uh, the vistas, we noticed the Polar Express because, uh, you know, uh, any other time of the year, they do have trains that you can take into the Grand Canyon from Williams. So it's a great place if you want to experience it, the old train ride. Williams is a, is a nice place to park your car. I just, when I went in here to see how much the Polar Express was i was a bit surprised i don't know what the kids prices are but the uh, adult it looks like it's 440 um but that's got to include some lodging or something yeah or well you know it says, it's it says polar express train ride grand canyon railroad and hotel so maybe this is a combo package uh it's it says it's like an eight hour thing uh well four do, hours up four hours back do they sleep up at the grand canyon or they well, sleep I, at this end or well, actually it's an hour and a half and then a couple hours up there. It says, every winter, the Grand Canyon Railroad's Polar Express comes to life on a journey from the nighttime wilderness of Williams, Arizona, to the enchanted beauty of the North Pole, where Santa Claus and his reindeers are waiting with a keepsake present for every good boy and girl. You'll be smiling from ear to ear as you watch the children's faces light up when the train arrives. Enjoy hot chocolate and chocolate chip cookies while listening to the timeless story. Make this family holiday tradition and call to make your reservations because space is limited to those truly who believe in Christmas and the spirit of Christmas. The ride lasts a little over an hour with the train leaving each night at 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Round trip approximately 90 minutes. Okay, there uh, we go. Okay, for 400 bucks. Okay. 400 bucks. Not seeing the value, uh, but I, uh, to comment, <laughs> to well, comment you know, on why we, I, I think we were, we were pulling into Williams right at kind of like dusk. Yes. We're hoping to catch some neon because we know it's a Route 66 kind of place, right? So we know there's still going to be some old neon as they try to 
draw the, the Route 66 people. And then it snowed, right? It snowed at that elevation. We were driving through snow. So I want to say the combination, let's see Williams in the snow. Let's see Williams right at dusk as they fire up the, the lights. And we also might have needed some fuel. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we fueled up or not. And we were, I think we we're checking on the camera because we worried uh, it was outside. The outside camera. Yeah. Mounted on the, the vehicle and it was icing up a little bit. But it did handle it. It did, it did really well. That was uh, the old Replay XDs. And yeah, I got to say, it, it it did really well out in the the wilderness. It did or the, the, the the wilderness out in the uh, the air, you know. Okay, I I just looked it up real quick. Coach class on the uh, Grand Canyon on the uh, Polar Express, eighty two dollars round trip. Okay, I don't know. I was on. So you must have added hotel space or something. Yeah, or some food because four bones is a lot of money. Yeah, I just went in, found a AAA member, saved twenty percent on train fare, overnight rooms, motor coach tour, included meals and more. So yeah, that might have been a hotel package because it did say hotel at the bottom of it. Now I'm actually on the Grand Canyon site, not a third party site. And well, you get like there's a three day, two night itinerary uh, where you get dinner at Fred Harvey restaurant, overnight stay at the Grand Canyon Railroad Hotel. Um, so yeah. I guess if you do the 90-minute turnaround, it's probably a lot less. If you do a multi-day excursion, of course, it's going to come You're staying at the hotel and everything else, yeah. Anyways, yeah, going back to uh, what you were just talking about, the uh, Primex camera that we used, I mean, that thing had a, had iced up about a quarter inch of ice all around it, and it was still working. Well, because that's why you got it for that reason, right? That it was right. all-weather well, you know, the, we, I, I just had my, uh, I was looking at getting a new uh, action camera that could take a beating. And we came, Greg and I came across this booth over at NAB, which was um, replay. And they were talking about the camera. Oh, it looks neat, looks cool and everything. And they're go going through, it's the same aluminum that, you know, your mini mag lights are made out of and everything. And the one guy said, yeah, they when they were setting it up, they they were showing the display camera. That dropped, and one of the forklifts ran over it accidentally. And you can see where it was all scratched up, where it was just kind of ground over the concrete. But the lens was intact, and it was still working. It's like, okay, that's the camera I want to get. So Yeah, well, it was developed for, like, the race vehicles, the mount on vehicles, um, uh, really, to get outdoor and get beat up and take some abuse. Um, and Richard had had a, let's say, unpleasant experience with an early GoPro. Yeah. And so it kind of tarnished my how image are, of, of how GoPro. How are you talking, though? GoPro 1, maybe? Oh. GoPro 2? Um, it was like 2 or 3. Yeah, it was early on. So 10 yeah, and, 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 and it wasn't so much the camera; it was the uh, at that time the lack of service. I gotta say, GoPro changed it quite a bit because I've been anytime I had a question, I got the answer fairly quickly now. But well, it, then, they, the, they, the camera died like a day or two after its warranty. They wouldn't do anything about it, basically. Right? I mean, that's well, the it wasn't. Of it. it wasn't just after the warranty. It died because they had a firmware update. So I put the new up firmware into the camera, and it bricked it. And 
when I said, you know, your firmware did this, is there any way to back out of it? Oh, no. Well, here's a 20% coupon to get a new one. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, forget that, man. You know, I'm not. But yet, now over time where Replay XD had planned a firmware upgrade for the HD camera to a 2.5K upgrade and also a drone. And I held off on a drone because they had promised all this to come out. They've like disappeared. It appears yeah. they've been sold out. You see, they make gun mounts for their uh, their camera, but they've never went 4K. So I went back to GoPro. I've got my first GoPro Seven now, and they were on sale last year at NAB, hundred dollars off. It hasn't been a, even a whole year now. GoPro GoPro Eight's out, uh, but anyways, how much did you say you found a Polar Express for, Richard? Oh, uh, I mean, it dollars. was like eighty-four dollars. It was forty-two one way. Oh, okay, because. Um, Actually, this, I just found on the Polar Express, the actual train site, uh, Sunday through Thursday, 45, Friday through Saturday, 58, Christmas Eve, limited, 82. Child yeah. prices limit go from like 33 to 59. Double check if that's one way around trip. That's, just the, says, that's the site I was on. It just says Polar Express uh, train rates. It doesn't. I'm pretty sure if it's Polar Express, that means round trip because there is no one yeah. way Polar Express. Yeah, because it doesn't go the whole way. Uh, to the Grand Canyon, it only goes part way out there. Um, yeah, so that's got to be both ways. Uh, yeah, so then you get, yeah, if you go up to the Adventure, uh, to the North Pole with the Railroad Hotel, um, prices starting at 90 per passenger. Yeah, then you get over and I'd say, so that must be why that one was 440. That's That's the big, that's the big one. <clears throat> but anyways, moving on, we won't, we, we've, beat the polar express to death yeah. i guess uh, but, but we, was, go ahead i was just gonna say what was even nicer williams was nice but we kept hitting patches of snow but when we got in the flagstaff that was uh very unexpected and very nice up there i thought yeah i enjoyed our flagstaff time yeah flag, well we we okay so we, we we stayed at a renovated motel six and you know <laughs> it was, was standard it was all right Back in kingman though that was in kingman no no we stayed no, in flagstaff stayed, too we, first, I thought that. First oh, night, I'm sorry. Yeah, night. right. I, was, I forgot. It was a Motel Six. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah get on board here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was one of them was upgraded. It was the uh, Flagstaff one was a uh, updated one. The Kingman one was a needed to be updated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a little older. Uh, you know, when I was younger, we just you know driving up to Beale or wherever we go. We oh Motel Six. It's a known name. They were always clean. Used to be what nineteen ninety five, and then they went up to twenty nine ninety five, and then like thirty nine ninety five. Now, now they can be really expensive sometimes. Now I'll go online and I check reviews, and I get, you know, sometimes caught up in people's reviews on hotels. Man, the old day you're on the road, and you needed some place to stay. You're like, eh, that looks okay. When's the last time you've just drove driven up to some place and said, I'll I'll take my chances. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the last time I took chances with someone else booking it, didn't go over well. So I'll probably never do that again either. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I knew I had been to Kingman before, um, going out to the the Meteor Crater uh, with family. So we thought, well, let's let's go into downtown Kingman. It's it's a um, uh, wait, did I get it? Am I back? Yeah, yeah, Kingman. Um, no, 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 not Kingman. We're we're at uh, Flagstaff. Flagstaff. She's getting confused here. Um, it was dark. It's a it's a college town, 
So yes. I knew that there's a there's like a bar on every corner. It it seems like it. And a pizza joint. Well, I on knew every corner. Well, there was not a pizza joint in every corner, but I I knew of a place we had been to that I thought was pretty good, and it was called Alpine Pizza. I actually looked it up to to make sure uh, I had it right. It was in downtown, but when we got there, we got there in the middle of their Christmas celebration and their parade, so we were actually having a hard time finding a place to park. And then we had to That's walk right. quite a bit through the downtown, but we got to kind of we were able to enjoy the uh, let's say the atmosphere of the celebration. And then the pizza joint was pretty good. It's like a hole in the wall, really. It's like I say, it's called Alpine Pizza. Um, it's on North. Was this Leona or I can't see? It's written on the road here in Google Maps. But um, Leroux, L-E-R-O-U-X, Leroux, I guess North Leroux. Uh, it was. It was also the, even the weather was real nice on this one because Flagstaff does get a fair amount of snow. But when we got there. There's like little dustings of snow here and there that you saw, and you can feel the cold weather, but it wasn't so overwhelming that you didn't mind walking down the street either. Yeah, and didn't you guys get um, calzones? Didn't one of you guys get a calzone? I might have. Yeah, it sounds like you. I I just Uh, remember it being cold. It was cold. California (laughs) cold. I mean, not even just California cold, but, you know, regular people cold. It's it's like mountain cold. It's got that bite to it, you know. Um, but it was nice, like I say, and the parade was going on. We didn't really, you know, we kind of watched it as we were walking by, but we didn't stop and say, hey, let's let's saddle up here and watch this. We oh, weren't really prepared no. for that, you know. Uh, and, yeah, I, I it would have been uncomfortably cold when I wasn't prepared for that to sit and watch that parade. It was much better to walk in it, get in the pizza joint, warm up, do our thing, and then, you know, back to the hotel for an early ride out to the the meteor crater now that was cold i almost couldn't get my breath we got out of the car and it was like 20 degrees out and i wasn't prepared for quite that chilly of weather and i was like man even when you breathe that in it hurts (laughs) but man was it clear outside (laughs) oh yeah it was great that was great so that was kind of our first festive uh drive or holiday and on a trip now that was middle Other of December, than, too. That was it was. Yeah, it was pretty much right this time of the year. And um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been like, I'm, what, three years now since uh, that first show? Four five, years, maybe? 2014. So I want to say we were up there in December 14th. So, yeah. End of 14th, wow. Uh, uh, that's amazing. Oh, we shouldn't have given that away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just put, started putting the shows out. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why we held, mainly me holding on to the show. Uh, so, Yeah. I'd say Flagstaff Williams is a great place to travel through in the Christmas time, see the decorations, see the snow. Uh, it's great. I, the Meteor Crater didn't really have anything festive set up that I remember. No. No. But, I think uh, they had a small thing in the gift shop and ornaments yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I was going to say, you're talking about how cold it was, Mike. That was the one thing that my uh, friend that just went over there on the Polar Express, she's telling me how cold it was, and it's like, I did tell you you're up at seven and eight thousand feet. It's alpine territory. It's you know you're going to get snow. It's going to be cold. Yeah, it's like being up in Big Bear. You know, I mean it's 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 high. It's people forget it's high desert. That's why the snow is there. Yeah, exactly. With, because of the altitude, yeah. not not because of any other reason. Now, yeah. so let's uh, let's switch the gears. Now we haven't uh, we have traveled 
uh, Richard and I went up to Northern California in the winter, but there, I can't remember anything significantly standing out other than, you know, typical old time street decorations like you used to see like in Hawthorne Boulevard or well, you know, there's the, where they, they hung on the poles and stuff when we were in the Yuba City Marysville area. And the first, the first trip that we took there into uh, Yuba City, they had a parade in their downtown as well. We were even commenting because they had so many lights on the parade. It almost looked like the electrical, electrical parade. I don't remember that comment, but I'll go with it. I do remember that that street, the Polnus uh, Street, it used, it's kind of their downtown, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was closed off. We had to kind of work our way around it. But or other than that, I mean, I guess yeah. for a, a town that size, I mean, I think they're 20,000, 30,000 people. Uh, you know, that's, that's probably probably pretty good. But nothing nothing like Williams. Uh, though Flagstaff, I didn't think, had a lot of decorations on the street or anything that I remember. I think Williams seemed a little more dressed up than uh, yeah, Flagstaff. Do remember Needles having stuff? Yeah, well, I, mean, I, oh. I have... I remember Needles. I have, I have one incident that stands out to me at Needles that we don't need to go into again that has made me kind of forget about everything no, else. No, but, but that, same, that same trip for, you know, Kingman, Flagstaff... We drove. We stopped at Needles for fuel. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And the main drag, you know, which is old Route 66, and even at that hour, it's like what was it, nine o'clock maybe? Dead empty. No, it was later than that. Oh yeah. No, we we we. That's because we got out, stood in the middle of the road taking pictures yeah, because. But it was dead. There wasn't. Was a, <laughs> was a, was a single vehicle on it. We just hung out there too long. Cause then we then we gathered some attention from. Okay, but still, you know, I mean, we moved on. I'm just the, saying, but even old Needles, which is you know. Practical ghost town, and even managed to yeah. put up some street pole Christmas decorations. Yeah. Yes, yes. That lit up. But I don't, you know, I don't remember Oatman having anything that stood out. No, I um, don't either. At no, all, no, it's just no. it's just a tourist trap all the way around. So, I mean, it it totally relies on the tourists, or it wouldn't even be there anymore. It it, it is. Yeah, you know, I've been there two or three times now. Um, I would go through if I was in the area, but I wouldn't go out of my way to go there. But it, it's interesting if you've never seen it uh, and worked to stop. I would agree. <laughs> uh, or if you're what's what's the uh, casino down the road? What that's is, is that Laughlin down the? I forget. Yeah. Which, yes, uh, on the yeah. other side of the river. Yeah. So yeah, Laughlin's close to come up the hill and, and see it. So that's it's a good day thing when you're when you're there so now more on the local we're in southern california there's a lot of local things here that are very christmasy of course we can throw out both east and west coast disney parks very fun very festive extremely crowded so if you don't like the crowds it may not go over well epcot center's got a great thing you know every land or every world case pavilion um world showcase pavilion has their own kind of twist on either a winter Winter Tale from a Country or their Christmas special, if they're like a Christmas country or a Christian country that celebrates uh, Christmas. But there's something to do. It's really interesting, a lot of decorations, um, but extremely crowded. And you, and you gotta, you know. California Adventure, very similar back here on the West Coast. Uh, they have a lot of different stands with different international style foods that they have in different. Beers from different areas that you is, can isn't try. That, out. Isn't that the Food and Wine Festival that's in October? They have, that's that's lit, that yeah. They have that too, but no, they have this whole uh, uh, holiday festival that they have going on over at California Adventure. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Been waiting for the sign, and hasn't happened yet. Oh my um. gosh! <laughs> I'm, oh, sure, I'm, I'm sure he can get you into DCA all day long. 
there's some well there's some sign-in issues period i think at the the resort but let's not go down that road um the queen mary has a lot of festive and activities uh going on you can ice skate got a lot of things for the kids to do it's pretty cool we've been actually there for a different reason in the holiday times and was able to observe it it's i think it's a separate ticket uh, to go in there but it is really festive it looks a lot like a lot of fun a few people who i know have been there said it's a lot of fun so that's worth checking out um and there's a lot of ice skating. i know downtown burbank i used to go to school in downtown burbank they they set up an ice rink and i, I think that's not unique in the la area i think a lot of uh small towns have that kind of setup because you know we don't usually have ice uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. We just passed by one of the places that have they were setting up the ice rink. I'm trying to remember where it was just recently. What well, when we were coming back from the Reagan oh. Library, maybe? Yes, yes, that was it. Where what where was that at? I you know, it was dark. We were in LA going in a particular direction trying to get to a freeway. I'm not even sure what we were even trying to figure out. We we came over see Mike knows the valley a little better than we do. Having okay. you know participated in driving in the valley for his uncle for a long period of time, what we came over um, Box Canyon Road from, like uh, it's not Santa Clarita, but it's it's, it's the so Ronald Reagan Freeway. So you took the that's Highway 118, right up through the Santa Susana Pass. I guess so. Into Simi I, Valley. Uh, we came down. You know, we just didn't really didn't know where we were as town wise. I I'd have uh, to go back on the map and look. I got it right here. Okay. Topanga Plaza. Oh, okay. okay. So you came by on the 101 if you saw the Topanga Plaza because it back at the. Well, we oh, were heading towards the 101 see, after we came through Box Canyon. Yeah, we were yeah. coming down the Topanga Canyon Road. Oh, so you took the scenic route. Well, very yes, much we, so. Yeah, because if, if you stay on that 118 freeway, because Topanga Canyon Road connects two freeways, right? The right, US right. 101 yeah. and California 118. So. No, we we had the cameras going. We thought, oh, we'll you know catch Box Canyon, and then it pretty much got dark on us too quick to In instantaneous. <laughs> got too much, man. What well, you talk about a uh, a hairy road, not very wide for cars going in both directions. It was pretty crowded. People, you know, coming up that road, uh, but yeah. So there's a lot of because yeah, I think it was at a wet Westfield Mall. I mean, the Westfields own just about everybody right, now. Yeah, practically L.A. Yeah. all the L.A. malls. Um, so that you know, yeah, there are those those kind of things all over the place. Knott's Berry Farm, um, from experience, not only from when I worked there eons ago, but we went last year. I got a brother-in-law that still works there, so uh, we went. It's fun. It's pretty festive. Uh, they've their Birdcage Theater, which always runs kind of like melodramas do special Christmas ones at this time of year, and then the old Billy Hill and the Hillbillies from Disneyland, who are now. Billy Hill and the somebody else's <laughs> at Knott's. They yeah. also do a Christmas show. Billy Hill and somebody it, else's. That's nice. No, no, I yeah, I, I can't remember what the rest of what the rest of their name is. Freaking hilarious. And my wife had never seen them. And when he gets in and does his Elvis thing, she just thought they were they were pretty funny. Um, so that you know, there's and there's the Snoopy uh, ice show. Which I'd seen a few years earlier with a an Aussie friend of ours. Uh, his family was in, and uh, we went there, got in to see it. My wife and I never got in. Every time we got in line, the line for I was going to say the Birdcage Theater for the old um, I don't even know. It's the Charles Schultz Theater. Uh, I remembered it as the John Wayne Theater. Yeah. Uh, the the big, line, the big giant one yeah, yeah. back in 
in the, tw- the Roaring Twenties, whatever they call it these days, the line went from the you know the top down to the the um, bumper cars and all the way down to the entrance of what used to be Berry Tales and the dinosaur thing. It's now some kind of 3D shoot 'em up thing, sort of like a Buzz Lightyear, but it's like oh underwater. yeah, it's, a, it's underwater. Yeah, it's a, it's a steampunk yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been told that's going out, and Berry Tales is coming back. What? By an insider, and that really surprises me because that it just seems like a, a lot deal. of money for a kind of a weird, simple. And we we know the guy Rolly Crump, uh, old Disney Imagine uh, Imagineer, uh, created that attraction. Uh, so. So who knows? You know, I, I believe rumors. You know, everybody's got one. When when I see some construction or, you know, some announcements, I'll believe it. That's just nuts. Yeah, yeah. So okay, what about you guys? Like any you, Mike? You used to live on the East Coast a long time ago, but I've, you got any uh, travel? You know, well, stuff for Christmas. I was gonna say I find that um, usual certain. Like every town or like township or whatever, they'll have their own uh, display or collection of, uh, you know, crazy light stuff, right? Or or there's always some street where all the neighbors get, you know, decide we're going to make our street the, the crazy Christmas light street. And Yeah, and, we have one. Of the, there's one in Fountain Valley near us. Yeah, and, and they're they're everywhere, right? There's 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 two in my town. They're, they're like one block and you go through it and then you go down and over another block and they're right next to each other like that um yeah so that's that's what we usually like to do and then there's a there was a um a thing out this way it's called a maze and it was a it's like giant okay when you say uh, this way you got to tell people where this way is oh sorry it was in norco california (laughs) right off interstate 15 in a place called silver lakes at silver lakes is a Mostly a sports park with uh, soccer fields and some artificial turf football fields and whatever. But is that, one, is that on the south side of the ninety one? It is north what? of the ninety one. So if you take if you take ninety one freeway and get on the fifteen heading towards Vegas, yeah, that's what I meant. Is it on the south side of the fifteen? No, it's well the fifteen runs north south, so it's oh, on the it's on the side. west side, right? Just as you cross the Santa Ana River, this is where Silver Lakes is. You guys always get me with the north south of the ninety one because. There are times it's going east west, and then there's uh, other times where it's going north. At the west, very at the very east. end of it, it bends yeah. to the north and south. Yes, I'll I'll You'll give me that. that. But either way, <laughs> <laughs> the point the point is is that this place had a, a like? had like this light thing set up, you know, with big giant ornaments that were all lit up in Christmas music, and it was like kind of around a lake. Um. So lots of photo opportunities and things like that. It was very, very reminiscent of um, of Osborne Lights at uh, at uh, Disney MGM. The, the old Osborne Lights, which are no longer there, right? Correct. Because yeah, it, yeah, it was um, you know, you're out among it. Does that make sense? You're out among it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. It's it's a that's a cool. You know, I thought I was Osborne Light at in Florida at the Disney MGM. Studio was very cool, except when I'd go in September and wanted to get pristine photos of the backlot area, and it was already yeah. covered with lights because they were already setting up to get ready for Christmas. There were so many, sure, yeah, so many lights. It's it's like the only time you could probably get it without lights is between I don't know uh, January to June. 
I don't know. It's like it seemed like the light. Maybe they, I don't think they left them up all the time. No, uh, no, no. Because I've been there in August. And it, they weren't up. No, they were not there. And now the one. Let me rephrase. The one and only time I was there in August because I'll never go back. <laughs> yeah, August what is, is a, that. August is oh, a brutal time to go. But why you know is that. And he says that knowing knowing the answer already. Humid, hot, but you know when? Well, I, I was was gonna say when isn't it? But it gets very cold uh, in Florida at certain times of year. But I I don't mind August. Uh, one, you get deep discounts because it's hurricane yes, and season. it's empty. Yes, yes, <laughs> nobody's there. There's yeah. a reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know, it doesn't bother me that much. I my wife complained a lot, but you know I've been to Waco, Texas, and I think it's far worse than anything I've ever experienced in Central Florida as far as humidity. Just my opinion, but uh, what about Richard? Anything that, uh, you know, other than going to the local mountains with the snow? And by the way, did you guys hear a little off subject, but they're saying that the Thanksgiving snow in the Big Bear Mountains was the most they've had in 50 years. On Thanksgiving. The most they've had in in one in the this early in the season. Yeah. And yeah, at Thanksgiving, not early in the season and Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I thought back because because you had to check, I, didn't you? Yeah, you no, 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 no. I heard it, and I thought, wait, because I used to complain, boy, the weather has kind of changed. We don't get the early snow anymore. My my parents used to own a cabin in Green Valley Lake, which is at a higher elevation than Big Bear, but the turnoff is before Big Bear, so a lot of people think it's down lower, but it keeps going up. It's it's up in the Arrow Bear area. If anybody's yeah. ever looking on a map, and um, we got snowed in on a Thanksgiving weekend, and because it wasn't one of the main streets in the Green Valley Lake area, we had to wait for the snow guy, the snow plow, you know, to make his rounds. We weren't one of the first streets um, cleared, let's say. <laughs> nice. So we we had an international travel all, a predecessor to a Chevy Suburban. I don't even think the Suburbans were in the mind's eye of anybody yet when we had this Funny international travel. Funny you mention that. Yeah. Today, the Chevrolet is celebrating the 85th anniversary of the Suburban. It's wow. been around for 85 years. Wow. So we had the International Travel Law, which had split rims. It was built like a truck. I mean, it, it split rims, a lot of very truck things because International Harvester made it. Sure. We drove all the way home. I, I'm trying to remember if the 57 was in yet because we used to go up to 605 to – probably the 10 and then the 10 would end, you know, there's the freeways weren't as expansive back then. 57 Um, didn't come in until about the late seventies. Yeah. So anyways, we, we, we drove all the way home. There was still snow on the top of our truck and I had laid in, we pulled off, um, I pulled off a, um, Oh, what what the ice, um, what do you call it? The dripping off the the side of the icicles, icicle that was probably four feet long. Stuck it in the snow. It was probably still three feet long, but it had made it. That's how much snow there was on the top of the freaking vehicle. Oh. My dad's like, ah, leave it there. You know, the truck will handle it. And we'll see how much is still there when we get home. And we still had snow on it when we got home. So I was trying to think back 50 years. When would that have been? I'm only 56. So that all worked out about right. I'm like, wow, that was probably the year we were up there and we we're like, damn. I mean, yeah. our, the the snow was halfway up the windows on the on the cabin, and we had to kind of like you know plow our way out the front door to to get to the street. It was great. Uh, well, you don't know any better, right? 
Yeah, when you're a kid, you don't have to do most of the work. And we had a huge hill uh, next to us and behind us, so we tobogganed. And we had the metal disc, which were like a crazy killing machine. Uh, <laughs> if anybody's did, now, did they you have spray plastic. With the, with the non-slip thing that no, Chevy Chase had. Uh, no, we didn't need to do that. The metal ones, secret, man. Secret. <laughs> they were dented up. They flew. We've got some great old eight millimeter videos of it just flying down the hill. Oh, tree! Bam! You roll off of it. Nobody cared. Today, you know, you, what? Today, you'd probably have to put a helmet on and, you know, all kinds of safety gear or someone's going to sue you I for got, child endangerment or something. I yeah. got nothing between my brain and the ground but a piece of government plastic. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, except ours was government metal. Um, our toboggan was actually wood. I think my parents still have those in their their, their uh, garage. Uh, but sorry, Richard, we, we kind of... Oh, no, no. So you're talking about that. I'm, I'm just remembering a story from about 30 years ago. We had some friends that went up to the mountains again, right here in the first part of December. And they just filled up the just they didn't have to go that far up. And they were filling up the truck with their pickup truck with snow, brought it back down here. We had a snowball fight in the uh, parking lot of uh, El Toro restaurant. Yeah, I remember when people used to do that kind of thing. So, but no, I was talking about local Christmas things you've done or experienced that you think is worth mentioning for people to do if they're in SoCal or wherever you experience them. Well, I, the I problem think is it's not cold enough to... Sorry, I think you ahead. guys pretty much hit most of it. Um, the wait, 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 wait. I, I want to explore this thing that uh, Michael just said. What do you mean it's not cold enough for what? Does it bring on the Christmas feeling standing around in 80-degree weather? Got to start well, saying... Well, it depends on how you look at Christmas. It hasn't uh, been 80 degrees down here in the beach. I know. I mean, it's it's been, this has been a, 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 a cold late autumn so far. I agree. But typically, you know, you're, the, the romantic idea of Christmas displays is it's snow, you see your breath, you know, okay. snowball fights break out, okay. all that sort of okay. stuff. And you you're know, not going to get any of that. Okay. No, I but it, it yes. does stay cool. I mean, I've lived in this city sure. since you I was seven. And it stays cold. We've we've had uh, hail. We've had. We used to always because a lot of times we'd get sporting equipment like uh, hockey gear. Played roller hockey. It's like God. I hope it doesn't rain on Christmas because you know if we get anything, we'll want to play. Um, I, sometimes we were lucky. Sometimes we weren't. I mean, we still do get weather. You're right. We I, don't will, get snow. I will give it. I will give it to Mike because thanks. Generally <laughs> speaking. Most most of our cold weather comes after Christmas, January and February. Um, yeah, but we'll still it, never get. We, we usually no. get a heat wave right there on uh, Christmas. No, you know, we don't. don't right around usually. Christmas, and it's because I one of my favorite things to do. I got relatives I'm back in Indiana. It's like I like them right on Christmas Eve. You're, you're Sta you're, standard Christmas Day temperatures in Southern California. Let's see. I, I I don't think we usually get a heat wave, and if that's a heat wave, it's seventy five. But you know, yeah, compared to okay. the people, yes, on, like, a heat wave. I'm I'm talking about seventy nine, eighty degrees, and that's a heat wave out here at this time of the year. But you can't say usually when it's not. It's 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 an occasional, but you know, yes, compared to my cousin sent me photos from Missouri, north uh, northeast Missouri, in God, that was two months ago, and she was already covered in snow. Um, so yeah, we don't have those Tennessee, you know, as, as Amy Grant would say, those Tennessee Christmases yep. or the Colorado Christmases with snow. But if you want snow, 
You can it's go just, up in the mountains. Yes. You can view it from your house if you can see that far. But sometimes uh, it doesn't even last in the mountains. But I got to say, what, I, what I'm disappointed with, like my local mall, which is kind of in decline anyways, but I used to like to go as a kid or a teenager, young adult, go to the malls, enjoy the festive attitude or atmosphere, yes. the atmosphere, listen to the Christmas music. There's more Christmas music in my neighborhood Stater Brothers than there is in my local <laughs> mall. Yeah, I agree okay, with that. Well. It just, it, but if I go to South Coast Plaza, I know it's dolled up. But my local Westminster Mall? Pretty thin, right? No, forget yeah. There's There's not a lick of Christmas music, uh, maybe inside of some stores. But in general, that mall, uh, which is not a Westfield Mall, and I don't know if that makes a difference, uh you know they've they've lost their anchor Sears, uh, two wings. Literally, the whole side of two wings is operated by two different people. There's like a like a huge pizza play place on one side. It's like got the John's whole Incredible wing. Pizza Company. And then upstairs, there's like pizza one pack. of those bouncy places where you know you can bounce. It's a Big whole, air. It's a whole wing. It's like geez. It's like the mall. Why don't you just turn the whole mall into you know. Uh, bunch of restaurants and play places because you know the shops in there are not that great either there's a lot of they're doing there's a lot of empty spots but anyways so i i misspoke earlier i guess the daily average high in december in southern california time to say oh i said christmas day okay so is right around 67 68 degrees throughout southern california Uh, thank you Okay. So the overnight lows are in the mid forties. The heat wave might be in his mind. It might well, be. Well, but I just I just know there's you know lots. It's not cold, right? You'll go out in short sleeves in the daytime, and that's not Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Well, so they my, get dark no, early. Okay, so they'll put on yeah. a sweater. My, yeah, my wife won't because it seems like she's perpetually cold. Um, but yeah, like right now I'm sitting in a t-shirt. And jeans. Gosh, I hope you finish that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, I'm t-shirts please, in my, please, my please say there's t-shirt. more. <laughs> I'm in my government-issued tidy whities here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> With the, you know, last four of my social Thanks. stamped in the back of them. <laughs> Had them since 1988. Oh, basic God. train now. <laughs> Jeez. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for that But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's chilly, um, but it's... You know, it will get that rare, real cold one. But yeah, I, I can't say that Richard's not incorrect that w- on a rare occasion we've had a warm, you know, Christmas week. But in general, it's cooler. Yeah, but still, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's um, not like I said. It's not the romantic version where no, it's, there's snow on the ground. It's, it's cold at night, or it's going to snow, or magic is going to start snowing whenever. It's just. But see, you're also in a warmer area, but, Mike, than I am. What you will okay in the summer, yes, but at this time of year, we're on the back side of the mountain, so this is where our citrus really starts going nuts. Is that it's warm in day and gets really cool at night, and the citrus just ripens in like three weeks and then freezes. From, you have instant well, frozen. Oh well, no, no, you gotta you gotta pull them off the tree before that. But we haven't had any freezes. But either way, the the you know people want to look come here for Christmas time. You know, yes, look at. The Rose Parade, right? It's oh yeah, it's televised worldwide on New Year's Day, January first, Northern Hemisphere. Everyone sees snow except us. You see sunny weather. 
Well, guess what? Before that sun comes up, it's still only 45 degrees. Or, or less, yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, it's, I'm looking at my, my Apple Watch right now, and it's supposed to be 40 or 49 degrees around midnight. It's chilly. It's not the 20 degrees we experienced at the meteor crater. No. By any means. Um, but but the thing is, once once you're acclimatized to our weather, getting into the the, the low 50s, high yes. 40s, Feels is like cold. cold. Yes. Yeah. That's well, what? And then we call well, it California the, cold. Exactly. Yeah. No, not Which real is cold. like a t-shirt. California cold, but, yeah. Okay, now when you were in the military, uh, like I stationed up north, our base got dusted with some snow occasionally. But it, it practically melted as soon as it hit the ground. and But it got in the 20s overnight and sometimes in the morning. The funny thing was, we'd have jackets on. Then you'd see some jerk walking around in T-shirts and a short. Then you find out, yeah, he just got back from a tour in Alaska. Yeah. So the- for him, it was warm. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else, well, like, it's California my, cold, right? One of my favorite stories that was one morning, sun just came up and everything, walked around and with a friend, and... This couple comes up. It's about 60 degrees, typical February morning, about 60, 59 degrees. And this couple comes up to us with Bermuda shorts, tank tops, and sandals. They're looking at us. We're wearing coats. we got scarves on. i got my gloves on. And they look and they go, does everybody in California put on a coat when it goes below 70 degrees? And I looked at them. Yeah, yeah, we do. No, and we found don't. out they're from upstate New York, so this oh, yeah. was a nice balmy day for them. But not every. I mean, of course, I to look down. It seems like down here at the beach, everybody tries to stay stay in shorts and and you know to be on brand. Bermuda that's a, shirts, that's an and, image you know, brand. Well, right, you, you got to stick with it. I, I saw a guy today who was in flip flops and a short. I had jeans on, but um, you know, I think last year, the year before, I was in shorts almost twenty four seven. It just yeah, it's kind of the brand, but you know, it's cold, but it's not that cold. And I'm not a, now. If I was just standing around all day, that'd be different. But when you know, you're going, oh, you're going down to the store. Okay, then you're inside the warm. This is why I'm trying to sell my wife because we're thinking about moving to a, a much warmer state uh, than even this. And she's complaining. I'm like, yeah, but you're in an air conditioned house, air conditioned car, air conditioned office or mall or wherever you got to go. You're never going to actually be in the heat very long. So get over it. Long but uh, <laughs> all right, well, I think we're way off the beaten path now of what the show intended to start with. This is more like our our mice cast. Yeah. So for those who don't know, we also do a show called Mice Cast, which is more Disney centric <coughs> and and rambling. Uh, so we should wrap this one up. Say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry and, Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes. And then remember to like and subscribe our show and come back for more. 